0: We have a very special guest on today's show, Cowboys expert Landon McCool from Locked On Cowboys, is coming on to talk about why was Kellen Moore let go to begin with, and is Justin Herbert's future safe in the hands of his new OC?
1: You are Locked On Chargers, your daily
0: podcast on the Los Angeles Chargers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What is up and welcome into the Lockdown Chargers Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Wade. And David Drogemeyer was unable to make because of power outages in Texas, but we've been covering the Chargers now for seven seasons together. And this is our fifth season as a host of the Lockdown Chargers Podcast, bringing you your team every day. Thank you guys for making this your first listen today. And to make sure you never miss the show, go subscribe to the Lockdown Chargers YouTube channel. And also follow the show for free on all platforms, wherever you get your podcasts from. But I'm very excited about Landon McCool coming on today because I do have a lot of questions about getting the insight on why Kellen Moore as such a good offensive coordinator getting head coaching interviews was let go by the Cowboys how much of it was the power struggle between him and Mike McCarthy and how much of his offense last season did Mike McCarthy have to do with right and I think the other biggest thing is can you trust the future of Justin Herbert in this man's hands is he in good hands with Kellen Moore and we'll also talk about you know how much of the good and bad of Dak was because of Kellen Moore but also one thing I wanted to get to the bottom of Is Kellen Moore saying the real thing when he says that he's going to make the offense around the Chargers' best players? And Landon says we've already seen him do that with the Cowboys, which I think is a huge benefit. But today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs is the best place that you can find the candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash lockdown NFL. Here he is, Landon McCool. Well, it's not crossover Thursday, but it's the next best thing. It's basically a crossover Friday because today we have a very special guest to talk about new Chargers offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore, which I know a lot of Charger fans are excited about. And today we have Landon McCool from the Locked On Cowboys podcast, one of the biggest shows on the networks, one of my favorite hosts on the networks. What's up, man? How are you doing? Thank you for coming on to talk with us today.
1: Dan, I'm excited. Uh, I'm I'm a Kellen Moore fan, and uh, hopefully uh, I can make a bunch of Charger fans excited about him as well.
0: And, of course, if you guys haven't seen uh, Landon McCool on Twitter, you can find him at McCoolBCB on Twitter. But he was killing more for a long time, and now he has to be (laughs) not killing more, unfortunately. But I I guess that's where we have to start here, Landon, just because, I mean, it was a move that surprised me a little bit when I saw this name on the market, especially considering the Chargers opening there. But what was just your initial reaction when you saw the news?
1: I was kind of surprised. I mean, honestly, I think the the reason I was the most surprised is because, uh, you know for for kind of 10,000 foot view cowboy reasons you know they get Dan Quinn coming back so it feels like you have one more year of a window right the, sure. of trying to try to get a year better even last year they got a uh, you know a step further in the playoffs uh, you know they ran their heads against uh, San Francisco again this year which is unfortunate and i think ultimately that's the fact that you ran into San Francisco and that it was San Francisco again may have played heavily into the kind of just feel general feeling of being stuck in the mud and needing the change i guess i was a little bit surprised that this element was part of the change yeah um Uh. because you know the cowboys if you look at it i mean they had had very high success rates every year kellen moore had had dak prescott uh, available to him and even at times when he didn't have dak prescott available to him so um i was very surprised I, i think you know I, you know, I'm trying to convince myself. I think that that things are, could be, you know, good moving forward with sure. with with the, with the shakeup. But, but I, I do think that there was value inherently in a system that was basically created from scratch by Kellen and Dak together, kind of out of the shell of the Scott Linehan, Jason Garrett offense that that they had both kind of grown up in.
0: Yeah, and, that, and that's the kind of the interesting thing, right, when you're always looking at coaching trees. And we all thought that Brandon Staley would go for someone in the Shanahan or McVay coaching tree, right? And that's he basically said as much, but this guy doesn't really come from that. And he kind of comes from his own. Obviously, Scott Lanahan playing a big factor in that when he came in. But it was, yeah, kind of his offense. He comes from his own coaching tree in a way. But from the outside looking in, it seems like the perspective was That maybe clashed a little bit with Mike McCarthy, and it seemed like you know what the reports coming out there were—at least the speculation out there, right? Maybe not reporting was that there was somewhat of a power struggle, which is always a weird situation when you get a new head coach. They're keeping the offensive Mm coordinator—that's a strange dynamic to work with. But do you think that was the main reason? Like Mike McCarthy is basically saying, like, if I'm going to go down, I have to do it doing what I believe in and trusting my own offensive philosophies.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. And honestly, I think the, the biggest concern I have with this move really is that for the Cowboys, and the Cowboys' perspective, yeah. it's such a you know it's such a shift from what Kellen Moore is going to be calling for y'all and and the West Coast offense that we are likely moving into with, with Mike McCarthy. So um, I, I I don't necessarily think that you know uh, for you know again for the Cowboys' side that it, it, you know it's going to be detrimental. I just think it's an odd shift. Like especially the Cowboys in kind of a reload instead of a not not necessarily a rebuild mode. Right, you're right there. But, you you want to play? But you, but you guys, I mean, are the benefit, benefit factors of that? You know, obviously, everyone on the Cowboys side of it when 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 he got hired by the Chargers are saying, <laughs> I mean, look, he got hired you know, what, 20 minutes after the Cowboys. got it was uh, So go. weird,
0: right? It was so quick. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, it's it's weird because you, you just don't see it very often where an offensive coordinator who's you know. Uh, you know, basically interviewing for head coaching jobs sure. because he's such a good offensive coordinator uh, is all, suddenly you know kind of mutually let go and 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 I definitely 100 percent agree. It, it was a power struggle between uh, Kellen Moore and Mike McCarthy to, to call plays. That you know, there's obviously major differences that that way. Kellen wanted to go somewhere where he got had a little bit more opportunity to kind of have some autonomy, yeah. um, and I think that he saw Brandon Staley as a you know, they're very similar coaches, both extremely young, both have a kind of interesting ideas on how to run their sides of the ball. Uh, and I think he saw a defensive coach who, you know, wasn't necessarily going to be trying to meddle too much in what he was doing, like the way Mike McCarthy was. Uh, and I think he, he craved that kind of freedom and that opportunity to run an offense like that with the obviously incredibly young, talented quarterback uh, and, and, and see how that kind of propels his chances to uh, maybe get another head coaching job here pretty soon.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Stand next to Justin Herbert is not a bad call. Right. And, and be Absolutely. under a defensive minded head coach for sure. But do you think that Mike McCarthy did have a pretty big say in what was going on in the Cowboys offense? Like, did, did you see the traces of Mike McCarthy when you're watching games and saying like, OK, well that's a that's a Mike McCarthy thing, because that is kind of the hard thing to quantify. Right. Like when whether it's the good or the bad, was that good? More of the Mike McCarthy was the bad. More of the Mike McCarthy was the good the Kellen more. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, and honestly, I think
1: selfishly, that's kind of part of the reason I'm fascinated to see exactly what happens when he goes right. to the Charges is because it's hard to say, you know, what so what hard is to sure. what, what 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 is pulled all the way from you know Scott Linehan and Jason Garrett. What 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 did Kellen pull all the way from uh, from from Boise State? Sure. What is he taking from uh you know uh you know, yeah. slant flat looking you know West Coast office that he's learning from McCarthy. It's 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 hard to know. So I I think that's what that's going to be what is interesting to see. I I will tell you that I think the things that were frustrating and and we could talk about some of the downsides of it because obviously I don't want to be completely sunshine all all, about all of it. But I mean, I think I think we talk about some of the downsides. Some of that stuff, you know, is is. Kellen Moore, Jason Garrett, Scott Linehan based, right? right? Like, so I think that some of that stuff that we could talk about will probably make its way to uh, to the Chargers, and it'll be interesting to see exactly how that plays itself out.
0: Right, and then that's, you know, for Chargers fans, it's like, okay, well, hey, this guy was good. Let's see what it is, looks like when it's all him, right? When he doesn't have someone looking over his shoulder, and I think that's what a lot of Chargers fans are telling themselves, right? Hey, it could even be better, we're going to get back to Landed and talk about why he thinks Justin Herbert is in good hands with Kellen Moore and also the ups and downs of Dak under Moore. But I do need to tell you guys first about the best place to try to find qualified candidates For your job. And of course, I'm talking about LinkedIn Jobs. As a small business owner or hiring manager, you know that success in 2023 all depends on the team members you surround yourself with. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs, because with LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with the people who have the skills. And that's the thing. You want to get your business off to a good start in 2023. It's not about how many applications you get or resumes, which you can get as many as you want, right? It's about finding the qualified candidate, finding someone who's going to be able to fit in With your team, because guess what? You can get a qualified candidate. If they don't fit in right, it doesn't make a difference, right? It's not going to help your business. You can find the best candidates with LinkedIn jobs. My wife uses it every day as a recruiter, and it's just something where you're going to find the person and the right fit for your company because LinkedIn jobs makes it easy to screen and rate applicants based on your job qualifications all on one platform, and it's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs as the number one place in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash NFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. But it's still surprising. Guys like this, you know, offensive coordinators of top 10 units just don't become available very often. But I think the biggest thing for Chargers fans is, Justin Herbert, right? That is the biggest yeah. thing. That's the biggest concern. He's going in with his third offensive coordinator in this fourth season, had four offensive coordinators in college, right? So he's like seven and eight years right now going into this. And, you know, hey, if Kellen Moore does great, he might have to have another offensive coordinator next year, right? And that's just kind of the way it works, especially with the defensive-minded head coach. But I think what Chargers fans want to know is, is Justin Herbert in good hands? And I think a, yeah. a different Cowboys way to kind of ask that question is, Did he do a good job with Dak? Did he help Dak grow into what he is now?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I look, I think him and Dak grew together. You know, they sure. they uh, they were I mean, I think people may forget outside of Dallas, but they were in the quarterback room together growing up. Like, you know, when Kellen was still playing in the NFL.
0: Which is crazy. Uh, I, yeah. I,
1: I I 100% remember the day I was standing 20 feet away when Kellen broke his leg in, in 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 that training camp practice and suddenly Dak became the guy and then suddenly 2 years later Kellen's the offensive coordinator and Dak's the, the hot starting quarterback back so you know it's it's crazy how the nfl works uh, to your to your point about justin I, you know i think what you're gonna get now is you know i think with with a little bit of the leash off now is uh lots of opportunity for down the field i think that they, he likes to attack down the field and dax you know yards per attempt is really high when 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 there when he's healthy and when uh he's with kellen moore um I, I think that you're you're gonna definitely see a guy who's gonna add. Uh, a high level of creativity. Uh, They'll you'll see trick plays. Uh, Some of it, some of it good, some of it not so great, Um, but, but he definitely will mix it up. He'll do per opponent stuff. Um, You know, he'll, he'll uh, he'll find skill sets of players in your offense and find ways to get them the football, not necessarily, uh, you know, traditional manner, whether it's, you know, lining a wide receiver up in the backfield and having him run the football uh, you know, he did that. Some of that was CD Lamb, that you know, and, and you know, re- jet sweet stuff. You know, quarterback, uh wide receiver, t- throwing stuff. We we had when we had Cedric Wilson, he he had like several different plays where Wilson would take a reverse or a double pass situation. So all that stuff's in the playbook. But I would say, you know, just generally speaking, it's a Coreyell-based system, numbered system. Um, you know, so. The, the the kind of downside of this, and, and obviously the what you saw with, with Kellen Moore, is that, you know, and, and again, this is where I'm interested to see, you know, kind of trying to parse what what part of this is McCarthy, what part of this is Kellen Moore. And big moments, there is a tendency to call the game a little tighter than you'd like. And and, and I think that that's really it. I think... My criticism of Kellen Moore, and that's why I was like kind of hoping they wouldn't let him go, is because I do think this isn't like a. I think this is a young play caller working through it. But I think yeah, uh, at times when when things are tight, and maybe this is Dak, maybe that's how he's what he's comfortable with. You started to see more just all curls calls, just all curls, like in in big third down situations where you're just like not a ton of creativity. It just feels like things got conservative, which. Is especially frustrating because you see so many interesting concepts throughout the season that he's out there. I mean, there's clearly a reason why this offense, with you know a, a lot of different injuries at different spots, was yeah. able to kind of put up huge numbers offensively, you know, for the la- all, almost all, every year that Kellen Moore was here. So, I, I think you have that to look forward to. Uh, but but I also think that there's times where and, 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 and I have to say, it reminds me of Brandon Staley. In some ways, right? Where you're just amazed by a lot of what he's doing, and you're so excited you got such a brilliant young coach. But there's times when the big stuff starts to get tight and you see the youth there, and you see the you know, oh, he's gonna he's, sure. he's gonna get conservative here and and you don't and that's not what you want to do. You want him to be aggressive even more aggressive than he was before, and you don't see that. And so I, that's yeah. what I'm hoping is that he gets with y'all and then they both kind of grow in that way together because you know, what you see, um in between the 20s of a regular season right uh is is some really 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 good stuff
0: well and i think when the seasons end the way they do right for the cowboys in the playoffs especially a good defense right the offensive output not what it needed to be and i think the other thing is too is just like okay Dak's interceptions right how much of that is dak how much is that is the play calling and things like that like that's a fair
1: I, I think you know. Look, it, my assessment of this, and again, part of the reason I was con- as, was concerned about that is Dak, you know, is aggressive and will and will take uh, push the envelope. Yeah, I, I, I think the I think the, the it was not necessarily a play calling issue as much as Dak didn't necessarily get the receiver help that he needed, and so there were times when people were taking CD CD uh, Lamb away, and Dak was trying to be too aggressive to fit passes into tight situations there were times where, where you had wide receivers dropping the ball tipping the ball volleyball style, style up into the the the, the defensive backs or sure. uh, you know those are those are our quarterback potentially being too aggressive or you know our wide receiver talent right. being not where it needs to be that's not on Kellen Moore play calling as far as sure. I'm concerned so I don't know that that's necessarily something that you know I would worry about if I was a uh a a Charger fan. I will say though that I, I I think that they that Kellen Moore definitely is on that side of the I would rather take the interceptions because you're going to get the touchdowns as well right. uh, side of aggressive as, as opposed to the other side. So.
0: And I think that would be good for Justin Herbert, too, because he's super risk averse. So I don't think a new offensive coordinator is going to change that. Like I thought, you know, the last two seasons, there was nobody in the NFL that had more, you know, bounce, you know, tip passes, balls popping up in there than Justin Herbert, where it's hard to kind of put that on him. But going back to what you were saying about Joe Lombardi, or not Joe Lombardi, Kellen Moore, (laughs) in those crunch time moments for Joe Lombardi, he was running stick in space, right? And and all these times, so many batted passes, right? What's part of the batted passes? Well, predictability is part of it, right? Arm angle and things like that is part of it too. But a lot of it's like, hey, other teams know when you're in third and four, you're going to run stick in space and and everyone knows where the ball is going, which leads to tighter windows, which leads to players making plays on the football. But it did seem like in those moments, that's when Joe Lombardi regressed back to what he was most comfortable yeah. with, right? And I guess the biggest thing with Kellen Moore and Mike McCarthy is in those big moments, did it had to go, did it have to go to a shared playbook, right? It did it have to go to the plays that both of them were kind of more comfortable with. And I think that's what's going to be interesting to try to parse now that, you know, they have different situations. And Mike McCarthy, we'll see what he does on those big time third and fourth downs. We'll see what Kellen Moore does on those, you know big time plays for the Chargers now, but it is very interesting. We're going to get back to Landon and talking about, you know, the Hulk package, how he's going to be able to find the best ways to use the Chargers players, because he's seen the Chargers do or the Cowboys do it with their best players. And we're going to talk about that. But first, I do need to tell you guys about not doing your taxes. The great thing with TurboTax is you do not need to do your taxes because you can have a qualified expert do them for you. TurboTax experts can relieve you from the stress of taxes and file for you so you can do not taxes show your eyes things that are not taxes unpack a moving box of not taxes taste not taxes sing not taxes a lullaby the basic thing is here there's many more fun things that you could be doing besides doing your taxes that's why i always use TurboTax because as soon as i get my w-2 and all those things i know it's basically done for because TurboTax is going to do it and with turbo tax an expert will do your taxes from start to finish ensuring that your taxes are done right guaranteed so you can relax and it feels good to be done with your taxes i can promise you that Come to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. Visit TurboTax.com to learn more. Intuit TurboTax, full-service products only. Video meeting while expert does your taxes required. See guaranteed details at TurboTax.com guarantees. I want to touch on something you brought up before, which is just how he uses his players. I know one thing that has been sweeping the Chargers nation is the Hulk package, right? Going wishbone, <laughs> getting two offensive linemen, kind of in the backfield playing running back, even sometimes even running routes with those guys, getting a lot of beef on the field as I believe what Zach Martin's exact quote was for it. But I think Chargers fans are going to like that because it seems like what you're saying is, and it's what he said, but everyone says it, right? Joe Lombardi said he's going to build the offense around Justin Herbert and get the most out of his players. That's what you say when you're an offensive yeah, coordinator. Yeah. That's but the it line, seems like, right? Yeah, exactly. But it seems <laughs> like you would characterize him more as someone who is going to look for the strengths in his players, try to get them in those situations, as opposed to being like what he said, I'm not just going to drop the Dallas Cowboys playbook in here and say fit in.
1: Yeah, no, he's put his money where his mouth is in in that regard. I mean, you know, and obviously the whole world has seen it, right? Uh yeah. you, you, Connor McGovern uh, you know, I honestly think was a much better player at fullback than he was at guard, you know, last year. So uh I, I yeah, I think that, you know. Whether it's that, whether it's uh, like I said, you know, moving uh, key receiver types into pl- having play uh, running back, moving Tony Pollard around and and having him run routes, uh, finding you know abilities of these guys and, and then moving them where they can. Uh, I'm pretty sure Terrence Steele caught a caught a pass, uh, caught a touchdown pass or a two point conversion last year. So um, yeah, I, I, he's he has he's it's not just uh, um, you know talk with him right. and and honestly, I I I'll say this too, like I mean. The Cowboys have had at times, especially while Kellen Moore was here, a very talented offense, like including three, you know, number one considered wide receivers at different points. You know that stuff didn't really go away even then. You know, sure. so so I, I would say that that is kind of part of his uh, of his uh, DNA. I mean, if, just you have to go back to the that game of, of Boise. I mean, he, I, you know, I think he was involved necessarily, but that Boise State Oklahoma game. Uh, where they, ever, the, 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 they, they were in that trick play and it's like and that's you know that's what's what's in his dna in a large degree so even the there Charger times-
0: fans are scared that it's going to be zeke Elliott snapping it to dak prescott as far as the trick plays go well, that's yeah thing. i mean
1: i mean a fair thing <laughs> that was obviously a uh a hail mary sort of situation at at best yeah. uh beyond a hail mary situation so, but sure. yeah no i think i think
0: there will but even defin- then he's trying there to do will something- definitely be those
1: moments though yeah, where, where, like, where, you're like, then- where you're like we're like He's, he's trying he's to checking just do something much, that's different you know?
0: than just, OK, yeah. hey, we're going to lateral it a hundred times, which everyone does yeah. and works, you yeah. know, half a percent of the time. Right. And it's like, yeah. I understand trying to do something different. There isn't a crazy thing.
1: He's big on like, and he talks about it too. He's big on like uh, uh, watching tape of what other people are doing in college in the NFL and then kind of trying to find a way to incorporate new ideas into stuff. So, you yeah. know, it, it, at the very least it won't be stagnant, you know, it won't be like stale af- after a while. The, 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 the problem is again, is that does he try to rely on the very basic parts of his playbook uh, when, when he needs it the most. And then, and, and then the downside there, right. Is that when you have a creative playbook and you work on all that other stuff, you're not as good at all curls as the team right. that goes out there and just runs all curls all, every day in practice, you know sure. what I'm saying? So yeah. uh, that was, that has been a problem with him too is, and, and that was kind of the problem last year is, is last year I, I wanted him to find a staple, something that he could rely on at times and then kind of continue to like, build around it. Because there were times yeah. at the end of the season last year where it felt like the Cowboys' offense, despite all the talent they had, uh, couldn't figure out something to to rely on them when they needed a third yes. and six to win the game. What are you calling a play that's, that you know will win? They right. didn't seem to have that play despite all the talent that they had.
0: Totally. I, I mean, I totally can see that. One last thing, just before we get off here. I, one thing that I thought was interesting, too, obviously Cooper Rush, right? The four and one. And and I think that's where you see it's like you can't just make Cooper Rush fit into exactly Dak's shoes, right? You had to do something different. And you saw it in real time, which is something you don't often get to see. But I'm also just, you know, him being able to keep the offense looking like the way it did without Amari Cooper, which was their fastest wide receiver, right, and was able to kind of adjust around that. And I also thought the interesting thing was with Zeke. Right. The Zeke Tony Pollard thing, because it seems Mm -hmm. like over the last couple of years, when you give that person that contract, there's going to be pressure to keep playing Zeke and keep giving him those snaps. Right. But I did think it was kind of impressive the way that he was able to kind of keep both those guys happy in an extent, but be able to feature Tony Pollard the way he was the last couple of seasons. And I think you have seen from a standpoint there where you've seen him kind of change things around. You've seen him evolve on the fly. And it seems like the main thing you're saying is, but sometimes you just have to have those basic things where you don't need to evolve. You need to have that kind of staple thing. But how, how do you think that kind of played out with him over the last couple of years and just evolving around those players?
1: You know, I think, I think a lot of, you know, what was going on with Zeke too is, is, and people have had the feelings they want about Zeke, but I thought sure. that Zeke, it was a big, big move by Zeke. You know, he, he's a big guy who makes a lot of money. And instead of he wanted to be, you know, part of the team. And so like part part of that was giving up Pollard. And 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 to, to, to Kellan's side of that, it was understanding that you can't just use Pollard or you shouldn't just use Pollard. Only as a traditional running back, you right. know, it was about like trying to find ways to get him in motion and use him in the slot. They were using different, di- interesting motions with both the running backs and using yeah. both running backs in interesting ways, they, playing you, them you, off you, each
0: other. Yeah, yeah,
1: that you saw, you saw a lot of twenty-one personnel or 20, twenty-two personnel where Zeke is the fullback and Zeke loves run blocking honest to god he, he really does so they got him like, in zeke
0: in the slot too as a yeah. run blocker for like tunnel screens and stuff that's a yep. great use for someone like that who can block. yeah
1: and listen one thing that i think that they really kind of had to learn a little bit over time or to develop into the system uh that i'm assuming that will just come right away is they're going to use a lot of motions they're going to use a lot of shifts one thing that Kellen Moore is definitely going to try to do like i do think is part of his dna and this is a chris peterson thing i think yeah goes all the way back he's going to formation guys to death he's just yeah. like he'll, he may have like 15 plays that he's going to run in a game, but he's going to show you how he's going to show you 12 looks that 15 (laughs) plays. He's going to have how he's going to have tight ends playing fullback and he's going to have, he's going to line up with, with spread out out of 13 personnel and then bring them all in and and, and line them up. That's, that's, that's big in in what Kellen Moore does. So, so be on the lookout for that. Um, And, and, and that's, you know, and and I think a, a diverse run game that, I mean, I think he's, that's part of what he will carry with him from Dallas is that, Dallas, you know, has throughout the years and they've just kind of collected offensive line coaches and run game coaches, I, the, he'll take a, a very kind of deep, you know, wide zone based and, and power based, a, a nice blend of both uh, run game that'll kind of help really help open up Justin Herbert, I think, a, as well.
0: And that answers my last question because, I mean, the running game is such a big part. The Chargers' biggest weakness last season offensively was their running game, right? But it's hard when you have somewhere like Dallas who has, you know, literal Hall of Fame offensive linemen over there where it's like how much is each, right? How much credit do you give to each of these guys plus good backs like Tony Pollard and and Zeke and being able to use him more short yardage near the goal line, right? And that's probably going to kill your yards per carry, but that's probably the best way to use him at this time in his career. So I think that impressed me too just how he was able to figure that out. But the Chargers need to get better in the run again. But, hey, thank you so much for your time, Landon. We really appreciate it. I know Chargers fans had a lot of questions about Kellen Moore. It was great getting the Cowboys side of it, right? Because most people only have you know the Cowboys friend that they hate, and they're just saying, yeah, yeah well, yeah. good luck with yeah. that dude. He was ruining Dak this whole time. So yeah. thank you for kind of enlightening us and giving us that perspective of the good and the bad of Kellen Moore. We really appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. And, and, and I'm, I'm happy to come back and, and we can do a check in to see exactly how it's going. Hopefully because, a victory. Again, lap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because because, uh, uh, you know, I think I think it's it's interesting to Cowboys fans as well to see exactly how this plays out.
0: Well, that was hugely insightful. It's always great to get the other team's perspective. And it seems like from his perspective, it doesn't seem like he wanted Kelly Moore to leave. From the Cowboys, but it was interesting to hear about the power struggle and great to know that Justin Herbert is in good hands, but that's going to do it for today's show. We will be back with you guys on Monday and I promise you David Jogenmeyer will be here too if I have to fly to Texas and you know manually start his power back. Myself, I will get it done. But to make sure you guys don't miss any episodes, subscribe to the Lockdown Chargers YouTube channel and also follow the show for free on all platforms, wherever you get your podcasts from. We also post the show every day to all of our social media. So you can follow me on Twitter at Dan Talk Sports, and you can follow David Drogemire on Twitter at DroTalkSD. SD. His DMs are always open, or the show's Twitter at Locked on LAC. You can also find our Lockdown Chargers Facebook page and at Lockdown Chargers on Instagram. If you guys want to call and get your voicemails in, you can do that at 323-524-7924. Get a 30-second question in there, and you can show up on the next Chargers mailbag show that we do. But thank you guys again, especially when not everything's going great. We still wanted to get a show out for you guys. Thank you for making us your first listen. If you need a second listen, make sure to subscribe to the Lockdown NFL podcast and get daily conversations on the biggest NFL stories, plus in-depth analysis of the biggest game with NFL key predictions every Friday. And Monday, local insiders cover the weekend with game-to-game episodes. So make sure you guys check that out and keep making us your first listen wherever you get your podcast from. We'll be back with you guys on Monday. Next week, we have a salary cap expert probably coming on. Might get into Mock Draft Monday and talk about some first-round picks for the Chargers, but to make sure you don't miss it, make sure you're back here on Monday. But until then, take it easy and go bolts.